is After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Wendy Presser of Magical Journeys Travel is proud to be a sponsor of the After Dark Podcast Network. Whether you've been to Disney one or a hundred times, there's still lots of planning involved. Let Wendy be the one on at midnight when your window opens to get that Be Our Guest reservation or that covers with Anna and Elsa Fast Pass for your own princess. Mention that you heard this ad on one of our podcasts and get $25 off your deposit with any trip package. Be sure to ask about her generous onboard credits for Disney Cruise Lines as well. Find her on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys or WPMagicJourneys.com. Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host, Amanda, as usual, and today I'm joined by R. Craig. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, it's so nice to be with you again. Scouts is on tour. I know, yet, yeah. And we've got a dead special guest today, and that is... The beautiful Michelle from Disney Dream Girls. Hello, my lovely. Very nice to speak to you after listening to you all these weeks. Yes. And I love so... you. <laughs> all right, girl. All right, girl, girl. I'm like a thorn between two roses tonight. I know, yeah. Girl sit- power episode. I'm sitting in my Spice Girls outfit. <laughs> oh. I don't even doubt that. <laughs> I'm not telling you which one I am. Obviously, Jerry. Ginger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I just don't want this image in my head. Think, think Borat, but in, you know. <laughs> Union Jack. Yeah, Union Jack Borat. With a wig oh on. my God. I can't handle you. Anyway, we did bring Michelle on for a reason and it wasn't to hear about Craig's Borat costume. It's because Michelle's planning a trip. When are you going, Michelle? I'm going at mid-August. I think I'm going to be there at the same time as you, Mr Lucas, at some point. Yeah, we're there most of August, so we'll cross the streams, maybe. Well, it would be nice. I'll wear my uh, Disney Dream Girls t-shirt or my boob tube, whatever you want. (laughs) Defo boob tube. Defo. Just just the comedy value and to be able to put it up over your head uh, as a comedy moment. Yeah. But you you posted a thing on Facebook, was it yesterday, um, asking for opinions on whether or not you should maybe not go to Universal? Was that right? Kind of, yeah. I'm I'm struggling because this trip I'm going on, I'm predominantly doing two weeks in Disney because the partner I'm with has not been to Disney for three years well I've been busy going off to Disneyland Disneyland Paris Walt Disney World he's not had any Disney for three four years now and we said we'd go and we've splurged and we've gone in a deluxe Disney hotel and we've arranged some really nice dining and lots of tours and things like that that we penciled in one day for Universal and when I started looking at the ticket prices the other night I was like having a bit of a crisis thinking well I know I'm going back to Florida next year and I could perhaps not do Universal this trip because I've only got one day and perhaps stay at one of the Universal hotels next year and have maybe two, three days and do it more leisurely rather than trying to cram everything in. And then I started thinking about, well, what is that that I haven't seen? And I just had a whole head meltdown. (sighs) 
I felt like that in May, honestly, but it was the opposite way around. So I had a week and my plan was to just go to Universal for the whole week. But then once I got there, I was like, actually, feels quite strange not going to Disney. Mm-hmm. So I tried to, to kind of go for one day. But when I looked at the prices for one day at Disney, I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> so, so I didn't do it because we do get really good deals on our multi-day passes here in England don't we really when we think about it yeah it actually evens out to be a really really good price versus a one-day ticket so I I think that scarred me a bit seeing a one-day Disney ticket price Hmm. well I've been on and I've had a look and can you not have you got any other down days in your two week no so you're literally Disney full steam ahead every single day Absolutely, because um, I've got some friends flying in from different parts of the US who we're going to hang out with and do different things with, So, and we'll be hanging out at Disney because they're not interested in Universal at all. So whilst I'm officially at Disney, it'd be more just spending a three-hour lunch with them or things like that. Because the UK ticket prices for 14 days unlimited access for both parks, and actually for the three parks, it's £219 each. Mm. And maybe if you could maybe do some half days at Universal or some night times, you know, if you watch the Tim Tracker, he's at the moment saying Volcano Bay is the place to go, like after three o'clock in the afternoon, you know, after the rainstorm when everyone's cleared out. Yeah. Pretty much it's a walk on on a lot of the rides, or a lot of the slides. So, are you literally one day? Totally, because the way Disney has things locked down now, you have to book your fast passes out at 60 days, you're dining at 180, and once you've done that, you're pretty much handcuffed to being at Disney. And I suppose I'm fairly lucky that in the past I've been for three weeks or two weeks and I have had times where I've had the two-week pass and been to Universal multiple times. So I feel I do know the park fairly well and I've got some favourites and there are a few that I haven't yet experienced because they're fairly new. But for this trip, literally, it's just one day that I can spare. Right, Okay. I know what I would suggest. Go on, Uncle Craig. And it's a bit controversial. Now, there's two of you going, so you could exploit the single rider lines, Mm. but you might not be sitting together, obviously. You could splash out for the Express Pass, Mm -hmm. which uh, in in August for the two parks is coming in around $85 each, roughly, give or take a shilling. Mm. Or... You could go that extra mile and make a full special day of it. And for 200 and... It's around $240 each, you could VIP But then, for for that cost, like, if you didn't want to do a VIP, because that does take up your whole entire day, you could maybe stay... If you're going to spend... I know that you were talking about saving money in in your Facebook post. I know that was the whole point of it. But if you were going to spend that kind of money, you could maybe spend the night before in somewhere like Royal Pacific or Hard Rock where you're going to get two express passes. That was my other idea. One night in a hotel. Yeah. But honestly, if you if it's if it's about trying to decide whether you should spend that money or not when you know that you're going to go next year, I feel like if it's just the things that you haven't because the last time you went was 2013 wasn't it it was yes so the new things are, are basically diagonally fallon kong things like that i feel like if you got to the park at opening and the parks are open pretty late in august do you feel like you could do all all of those in one day plus your favorites as well i, I yeah. personally think i could um, yeah because the pace we we have moved through universal before has been like lightning. We normally get there half an hour before park opening because it is, it's a bit of a trek from that there car park, isn't it? <laughs> to get to the actual big event, the entrance, when you've gone through, schlepped through City Walk. 
mm-hmm. I definitely my number one thing that I would be going for would be Potter. Um, I haven't seen the new elements. I want to spend at least a morning in there to have a few goes on the attractions, see some of the live performances, experience the shopping area. And then I'd probably hit the new ones. And then for my favourite, well, my other half is in mourning still because he was the one and only Twister fan. Oh, I like him. Twister. It was him who kept writing I, to Universal, don't shut it. I'm with him on that. I miss Twister. Yeah, I think we should just have random flying cows everywhere. I like flying cows. Yeah. But they're better than E.T. But, sure. But E.T.'s lovely. It's, it's, oh, God, another one. It's, Craig, it's just classic falling to bits and attraction and the best bit about it is that if you fall off one of those bikes because it falls to bits you'll be able to sue universal and stay <laughs> at any of the hotels you ever want for as long as you want and you might be able to touch an et if you fall off yeah that so, one well, one, of, one of them's been taken out for refurb and might not be going back Aww. what that, that one who's um more morpheus or whatever his name is are you talking about Botanicus? Because he's back. Botanicus, yeah, he's gone again. No, he's not, he's back. Okay, then. I <laughs> Don't on say that to me. <laughs> but, okay, so, right, so you, you're locked down. Uh, you're locked down on the actual date. Is it towards the end of August? Probably so. I think the date I'm looking at is the 28th of August. So it's, because... I've, I've decided to get it as late on in August as physically possible because I was trying to get the crowd levels as low as yeah. physically can. Universal takes a dip at the end of August, big style. Yeah. More, more so than Disney because all the kids have gone back to school in America, more or less. Mm. So if you're there early and you have a, a plan, I don't want to. I don't want to poo on them. On Harry Potter's parade, but you know what my feelings are on Diagon Alley. I think you're wrong, honestly. <laughs> if if the first time that I went into Diagon Alley, I could have spent the entire day in there. I the and first time I went in, I wept. It would have been redoing things. It it took right. me breath away. It it did. But when you walk around, it, there's no substance. There's a bit of theme. And... There is, though. Because if you, like, you could buy an interactive wand and you can do all the spells, you can watch Celestina, you can watch the um, the Tales of Beetle the Bard. So them shows are, like, 20 minutes. And then you do your little spells, you ride Gringotts, you walk around through Nocturne Alley. You could actually spend the entire day in there if it was your first time, I think. Nocturne Alley as well. I think that you could. Well, if it was, like, a September day, so, like, park opens are, like, nine, it's going to close at, like, five. If you took your time and you went into every single thing and you really, really took your time taking everything in, I do think you could spend an entire day with going on the Hogwarts Express as well. So, this is another part two of the question see what you think to this so if i decide that i am going to go and i've got to cut finances i'm not that bothered about say for example the train so could mm-hmm. i just get a one day pack rather than the hoppy bit yeah i mean if you if you're not too bothered about going and seeing forbidden journey again seeing hogwarts and hogsmeade and you're Kong. really not bothered about the train and yeah you're not bothered about seeing the new Kong ride, you could. You could save that for next year. Hmm. But I think Harry Potter, all the new Potter stuff, is so worth seeing. It's it's worth $165 if you're paying it on the gate, I think. How much is the one one day, one park ticket? Um, I think it's all $110, Shame on you, Universal. Shame not, on. not though, because when you compare that to a one-day Disney ticket. Yeah, you're right. You're always right. I know. I don't know why I even I'm argue like, with you. Honestly, I'll never, I'll never tell anyone that's no point in going to Universal ever because I think it's always worth it. They've done so much good stuff in the last few years. I think, I personally 
could not go to Orlando without going to Universal now. $124. each. Okay. So what is what have I got then that's new? You've mentioned Kong, and is that the... I'm not that up on my Universal at the moment. That's the attraction where people will leap out at the queue at me. Well, there's, there's like one there's one guy in there, and sometimes you see him and sometimes you don't. Um, but, yeah, that's the one. That's an island, so you, you would need a two-park if you were going to go to that one. But just studios-wise, you've got Fallon. Was Transformers there when you last went? No. Transformers no, okay, so is Transformers. amazing. No, Transformers yeah. hadn't opened. Spider-Man was closed. Now, I've always had a bad relationship with Spider-Man. What? I know. I Because I wear glasses and I've got a vision imp- issue, when uh, I wear right. 3D glasses, I really struggle to get the full effect. And when I unfortunately went on Spider-Man the last time, the audio and the screens were out of sync. So it didn't quite work, and we didn't get the full effect of everything. And it's not just in Universal. When I go on um, some of the attractions in Disney that are screen-based, I really do struggle to get the full effect. So this is why I don't really, you know, sort of rave about Spider-Man myself, because it's a ride for me. It's just like, yeah. Okay, well... I feel like the Transformers actual screen bit is a lot more up-to-date than what Spider-Man was then. Mm -hmm. But also the Spider-Man video has been updated in the last few years as well. So that does feel a lot smoother and the pictures are a lot crisper. They're not as kind of like sickly looking as they used to be. You kind of almost don't really even need the 3D glasses all that much anymore because the picture's so good on the screen. Okay. So I think that's definitely improved. So it, it might be worth giving it a go and just seeing how you got on with it, with with Transformers anyway. And if you like that, try Spider-Man again. But I think Transformers definitely wants to do. Fallon, that is obviously screen-based too. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that 3D as well? Yeah. You're going to the wrong bloody park if you've got <laughs> goggly eyes, Gail. Well, I feel like so much work's been put into the way that they do it. And they, they really have kind of refined it over the last few years and they have made it an awful lot better because obviously the type of rides they've been doing, the only way to do them was with a screen. Hmm. And so they put an awful lot of effort into making it so that more people can ride it and... You know, it does look really, really good. Okay. You To get on Fallon, do you need the... I know you can go up and get a time, a return time, but you need the Universal app, don't you? If you download the Universal app, then you can, you can book it as soon as you get into the park, but you can... There is some kiosks right next to the ride, and you can just kind of go up, like, kind of old-school Disney Fast Pass type and get it that way. But it's much easier to just do it on the app if you download the app. And is that the only way I can um, pre-book? It's not like Disney where you can book it eight years in advance. No, it has to be once you're at the park. And the it's location-based, I think. Well, it, the, you don't have a queue, so it's a queueless system. Ah. So you kind of, if you do it through the app, you just select the time that you want to go. You get a little barcode and you scan that as you go through And you just kind of go, you walk through a little museum type of thing about The Tonight Show and then you'll walk into another room that will have sofas and chargers and things like that, games that you can play, and entertainment. And then you kind of just get called in. So it's like you're in an audience waiting room, really. There's no cue to it. It's all completely cueless. Okay, well, I'll probably give Toon Lagoon a miss because the other half broke his nose on Ripshaw Falls. <laughs> what? I know. Is that actually real? Yeah. It did not broke his nose. It just it it was quite a horrendous drop, and he banged his head on the seat in front of him. Oh, oh my god! So as well as getting like... soaked, we got soaked in blood. Oh what? Yeah. So what, two what happened with that nerve. then? Um, he got taken to the first aiders. 
Oh my god, did Universal give him anything? Uh, <laughs> Plaster. <laughs> A bill for cleaning up the water. <laughs> yeah, so two lagoons out. I'll definitely go to Jurassic Park, though, because I, I love the river adventure. I think it's classic. Yeah, definitely. You can't miss out on that. Well, so therefore you, you're going, you're doing the two parks. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to, because it'll suck if he doesn't do Jurassic Park. I probably won't do Seuss. Don't tell Tracy. Tracy will be mad at me. I don't do Seuss. Oh, I, not even a cat in the hat. No. I love oh. cat in the hat. I do love. I and love do you know that hat. that train ride, right? As two grown adults going on that train ride, it is such a laugh. Yeah, the ride yeah, itself is fab. The fifty minute wait that I went endured yeah. last time for it oh, right, wasn't. Right, yeah. It's not worth a fifty minute wait. No, no, but they they put a sign outside like ten minutes and you're like, Oh, I can't see any queue and it's so windy in there. You you do end up waiting like forty five, fifty minutes for it. It's it's silly. Um, yeah. so they've discontinued hot butter beer, haven't they, at the moment? For right now, yeah. Yeah, because that is to die for. I've not had the hot one. I had I had the cold one when I went to the studios, Warner Brothers Studios tour. Oh, that's diarrhea in a glass. And then <laughs> I had the ice cream, which was the. Was that in in Watford as well? The ice cream. Yeah, they had the ice cream. Oh, well, I... You need to try a frozen one. Yeah, get a frozen one down. Yeah, you'll be smacked off your um, <laughs> off your head. And uh, you'll be like that. It's majestic. I love it. Do you go on Dragon Challenge? Yes, I do. Yes. Other half doesn't. I miss it though. Where you, I, you know, I've been there when it used to launch at the same time. I loved that. I know that was so so good. We were talking about that a few episodes ago, and I didn't know that someone had actually properly been hit by something. Um, but now that you have to go through so many metal detectors and so many team members being like, Eris, not your pockets, blah, 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 I feel like it that's could duel again. That's definitely new. So try and travel light. Yeah, well, Universal's yeah. a place where you don't want to be taking a bag with you. No. Well, that's it, because honestly, I love Forbidden Journey so, so much. But the whole locker situation there puts me off fried, doesn't it? Mm. I feel like I get anxiety thinking about going into the, the Forbidden Journey locker room. Do you have to get lockers as well for Revenge of the Mummy? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Men in Black. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Pretty mm. much everything. It would be worthwhile getting a locker at the entrance, one of the big lockers, and just leaving everything in there. Mm. You're not going to have an express pass, so you don't need to show that. Um, but then you're going to have your phone or a camera to take photographs. True, true. And that's got to go in a locker. Even if you've got a zipped-up pocket. Look, mate, it's in my zip pocket. What do you think I'm going to do? Do I look like Adam the Woo? Do you won't have it. So you've got to use the lockers. It's just a pain. And on um, the Harry Potter rides as well. And the big on that. And that's carnage because they're they're small areas, aren't they? Mm, People have got these great big backpacks trying to wedge them into the little tiny lockers. And they take, like, all ten of the family members into the locker with them. Yeah. So there's just one gone. What are you doing? So it is. It is mental in the in the Forbidden Journey lock a bit. Um, Gringotts isn't so bad. It's a bit better laid out. But I mean, if if just one of you goes and puts your bag in the locker, I think it's all right then. Mm. Another one I've not done is the Despicable Me Minion Mayhem. That was down um, when we was last there. They hadn't just launched it. I think it started off just after we went, last went. So that's something I haven't seen. Okay, well, did you did you ride it when it was Jimmy Neutron or Hanna Barbera? I didn't. The other half did. Okay, so the the layout of it is pretty much the same. It's just a different video, so it's it's another kind of simulator ride. Mm. 
Mm. So similar to Simpsons then. Yeah. When I went with Stuart, my life partner, um, two years ago for Halloween Horror Nights 25, we got on that, we got in our seats, and then it broke down. Oh, what? And and the girl, she was a lovely, she was a middle-aged lady, and she was super hyped, super positive, super energised, and she did a minion quiz for about 25 minutes. Oh, bless her. And people were, were screaming at her, let us out, let us out. <laughs> and it, all it was was the 3D hadn't lined up, so they had to do a hard reboot and reset it all. The whole process took, and it, it, it so wasn't worth it at that point. But it's, I think it's a cracking little ride. You know, I do yeah, enjoy it. it. Is, it I like it um, much better than I like The Simpsons. I can't abide The Simpsons. Yeah, I can't handle The Simpsons too sickly. I don't mind the food court, and I don't mind a, a pint of duff. Oh, right, okay. Was the was the whole Simpsons bit there when you were last there, Michelle, or was it just the Simpsons ride, was it? Was it was just the attraction, so again, that's another little bit, and that also feeds into the next thing about food at Universal, because obviously I need to eat. Well, you're going to have loads of choices now, because you've got places in... Diagon Alley, so you've got like the Leaky Cauldron, and then you've got all of the Simpsons bits, so that's an entire food court with like five or six different restaurants inside of it. Do you remember, what was it called, Amanda? The um, It was like, it was still a food court back in the day, wasn't it? It was a bit of a, like, all grey. Yeah. It's basically it's the same. I think it's called like the World Expo Centre or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was like... like that. Yeah. So it's basically the same, but they've just themed it to Cletus's chicken shack and um, the clown and his burger thing. I can't his remember. Burgers. That's it. I've been on nights and tired. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a nice, it's nice food. Um, but then you've, you've got the stuff outside the park. Oh yeah, because now since you last went, they've had the whole city walk kind of refurbishment. So all the restaurants are amazing. You've got places like Catfish. Yeah. The other half is interested in going to Toothsome. Oh, yeah. That's more Disney than Disney. From what I've seen of it, it's absolutely amazing. It's beautiful inside. It's absolutely gorgeous. The food's really nice. The milkshakes will make you sick, but they're beautiful. (laughs) I hate chocolate. I do not like anything chocolatey at all. So I thought I'd hate everything about this restaurant, but even I like it. You're a lady and you don't like chocolate. I know. You know that I'm a weird one. My mind's just gone into meltdown there. <laughs> I'm just a weird girl. But Toothsome is gorgeous. Even if you just go in and have a milkshake, you'll still have a really, really fun time. And then, yeah, you've got Cowfish. You've got all of the new restaurants that are there. So you're going to spoil for lunch. Are you driving? Yes, well, we've hired a car, so we'll drive down to Universal, get packed up early, and stay, have dinner, and probably leave after dinner. Oh, I was going to say, because you could get well, well eat. Well, yeah, not just that, though, but have you ever stayed and watched Cinematic Spectacular? No. So that's where they um, project bits from films onto the lagoon and they do fireworks. And it's it's really, really nice to watch it. So maybe you could make a whole entire day out of it, stay for dinner and then stay and watch Cinematic Spectacular. Mm, true, I could go out and come back in again. Yeah. And would the, uh, the Hogwarts castle projections, would that be up and running by then? I don't think so. <gasps> Is that going to be... I think it's that's going to be... and Disney's idea. I know, and they're going to make it better. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with that. E.T.'s going to fly past on a broomstick. Yeah, E.T.'s <laughs> going to be on Hogwarts Castle. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's going to be open yet. I'm sure it's November that they said it was going to be. Off the top of my head. J.K. Rowling must be laughing all the way to the bank. I know. 
Well, she did have a few scruples when it was launched, when they first opened the lands, and it was very, very specific, wasn't it? Mm. But uh, she sort of uh, forgot a lot of things. So I think that she's seeing the the really good things that Universal have been doing. And I think now she probably trusts them an awful lot more. Especially with her bank balance swelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, they've done absolutely fantastic things with her work. So, obviously, now she's looking at it and thinking, probably you guys do whatever you want to do. Yeah, just write another book. Jack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you can burn, you can burn through a lot of the cues, though. As single riders, as if you both you're both seasoned pros, aren't you? So it's not yeah. like you have to sit on the rides, old nans. Um, you can do that on some of the rides because I don't. I seriously think a lot of the rides will be walk on at the, that last week in August. Mm. I I don't remember before when I've been having long queues at the end of August, and you know just having maybe a fifteen minute wait. Well, fifteen minute wait to me. Anything under thirty minutes is a walk on. I don't mind 30 minutes. That's time that I, I don't mind investing. And then there's stuff that you're just not going to do. Yeah, quite a bit. You know, so... <sighs> Terminator, are you interested in that? Well, I've never seen it, so it would be nice to see it. Well, that's... It, it has time slots, doesn't it, Amanda? So it's like the next show's yeah. in... 30 minutes or the next whatever it is or mm. come back at 2 o'clock so you've sort of got to hang around the area then waiting I went years without seeing it because every time I was there it was broke down oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, that'd be nice to see I'm not bothered in Fear Factor I'm not bothered in the Blues Brothers not bothered in the makeup show um, so there's quite a few that I'll sort of whiz through if you're talking about, you know, the studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to give it a day, you've got to give it the full 12, 13, 14 hours because you're not going to have a chance to go back. Not till next year. And then that feeds no. into part, two, part three. So if I'm going to go next year... And I'm going to do a Disney cruise for a week. And mm-hmm. then I've got a week in Florida. So the idea was, is to have two, one or two nights in one of the Universal hotels to thoroughly do Universal with my nutty friend Stephen, who is obsessed with Universal. And he's the best person to go to Universal because he'll even drag me on every attraction <laughs> in Seuss Landing because he's that bonkers. Um, so which hotel could I be thinking about for that trip? Well, are you looking at getting express passes or not? He hates queuing and he likes to do every single attraction 15 times. Okay, well, I mean, if you were going to get express passes, Royal Pacific's the cheaper out of the three deluxes. Mm-hmm. And Royal Pacific's beautiful. Um but then if you want to be super close to studios, Hard Rock's not that much more. Hard Rock for me. Like $15, $15 more a night, something like that. Hmm. Ask, ask Amanda about a bog eye. Oh, no, don't. I'm trying to be a changed person. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> I'm being real. I don't. I'm drinking water with blueberries in it. Actual blueberries? Actual blueberries. Oh, I've got to do that. Do it. It's dead nice. But why Thank do people you. keep adding all this fruit to, and cucumber to the water? Oh, my God. I don't cucumber understand water. it. That's the most beautiful thing in the world, cucumber water. It's so refreshing. How do you make it? You just get water and put cucumber in it and then put it in the fridge for a couple of hours and it infuses in all the water and it's so fresh tasting. Oh. Love it. I'm going to tell my wife to go out and get me some cucumber and blueberries. Do it. Like you can you can put any kind of fruit and water, but it just depends what you want out of it. But I'm just trying really hard to drink more water and I think water's pretty boring. I love water. I love water more than E. T. probably. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Oh, so it's a toss up between water and E. T. What's gonna e. get you through the den- desert love? <laughs> e. T. I'll get on his back and he'll call a spaceship. 
Fair enough. Yeah, man, I'll be out the desert, won't I? It's just waggle finger. Anyway, Hard Rock is super, super close, and it's a gorgeous hotel. So Hard Rock, I feel like definitely. If you're gonna, if you're gonna splash out a bit, Hard Rock's worth it. Plus, you'll get your express passes, so then you just can ride as many times as you just want to all through the day. But if you weren't bothered about that, I'll always say Sapphire Falls. I think Sapphire Falls is stunning. Sorry, my mind just wandered to Bombay Bombay Sapphire Gin there, and I just had a gin and tonic moment, because that would go down really well right now. Yeah, well, you could have a Bombay Sapphire in Sapphire Falls. Or Or you could could go to the rum rum cabin. Oh, where's that? Um, Strongwater Tavern, it's in Sapphire Falls, and they do all, like, rum flights, and you can try all different rums. No, 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 no. Last time I had room, I redecorated the toilet in the Disneyland Hotel. (laughs) A piranha pool at Trader Sam's, sitting under a heat lamp, doesn't mix when you've not eaten since breakfast. Just just saying, I've never touched room since. (laughs) That is majestic. What would Uncle Walt do? Redecorate. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! Oh, used to have got some boss drinking stories. I know. I thought that. Yeah, that's why I'm not drinking anymore. I've got too many of them. But any of the Universal hotels that you stay in are going to be really, really good. Even the the cheaper of the Universal hotels, Cabana Bay, the theme of that is really, really cool. Mm. You've got the river in there. That again. I mean, you can get the boat, the bus over. Or you can walk. The walk's nice. It's about 15, 20 minutes walk. Are the pools you... open? If you're staying in any Universal Hotel, does that give you access to any pool? Honestly, I don't think that I've ever read anything official yeah. on it. Because but... that's got a lovely lazy river, hasn't it? It's a nice little... Yeah. But at Cabana Bay, you have to use your room card to get into the pool area. Oh, right, okay. And they've got, like, a million gates around it. Um, I mean, they're all pretty much like that. You do need a room key to get through the gates, but a lot of the times the gate maybe is left open. But Cabana Bay is not like that. Cabana Bay, the gates are always closed. I I, I would just, again, you've got a bit of time to save the money up. I would just go with the Ardrock. I wouldn't even look at the others. But I feel like it does depend what you want out of it, because if you're into music... Hard Rock is the best. Like, I adore Hard Rock. I think it's fantastic. But I equally love Sapphire Falls, and I like that it's a lot cheaper. But I do also want to really stay at Royal Pacific and Portofino because I think they look beautiful. Portofino Bay looks stunning. Mm. You see, stunning, mm, it's not like I'm going with my partner for a romantic break. I'm going with a male friend and... You know, all we're literally going to do is be in the park from opening till close and then crash and then do the same thing the next day. So the interior of the room, I don't really care about. I'm more bothered about being near to the park and getting the express passes. So I think it's going to be with Craig's option of hard rock. Yeah, hard rock then, because it's like two minute walk into the park and you've got your express passes. You get your own little security, man. The, the security man's half asleep at the hard rock. He's got, a, he's got a little stick. He just goes through your bag and you're in. You boom, you're in. It's boss. Yeah, you don't have to go through all the security. No. He follows me around because I'm a scouser and I'm dead hard. But he says it on a Universal theme park podcast with two Judies. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. So, I'm guessing then that this time you are going to go for two days. Yeah, I think we'll probably have one night in the Universal Hotel and have two days in the park next Uh year. As I say, we've only got a week that we've not got taken up because we're going to be on the cruise for a week. And then we'll probably have five days in Disney. Although, because of how Disney Park tickets work in the UK, I'll, I'll probably end up getting the seven tickets, which upgrades to 14. Yeah. It does your head in that you run out, doesn't it? 
just imagine if they didn't. Oh, like the old days. Oh. I must admit, I'm very fortunate this year I bought my Disney Park tickets before the prices went up. And I think the price rise was something like £75 yeah. each. So I was quite happy to have paid, I think it was something about £300. And I think they're now 375 or something ridiculous. So I was quite, quite pleased I saved that. But I have got to buy um, Halloween party tickets. Oh. <laughs> Would you uh, not go to Halloween Horror Nights at some point in the future? The problem I've got working in education, I've got to be available for school from about the 2nd of September. And I yeah. don't think Halloween Horror Nights start that early. Um, but you could go October half-term. True, and I must admit, I have gone over to California for a week in a half term before. So it's maybe it just doesn't make as lot as financial sense because of the cost of the flights. You don't want to come with me then in September when I fly in for the weekend, do you? Oh, you're not doing that again, are you? Yeah. Flying in on the Friday afternoon with that Florida guy on my flight. And flying home on the Monday without that flood of the guy on my flight. Yeah, he'll he'll be staying in Orlando with me. <laughs> you see, I can't do that either because I can't go on the Friday afternoon and I can't go on the Monday because I've got so I'd literally have to fly in on the Saturday and fly home on the Sunday. And I still oh my can't God. do that. I'd have to fly in on the Saturday and fly back on the Saturday because of the time difference. Or you just go in October after and fly in on the Monday, <laughs> fly out on the Friday. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm torn about Halloween horror nights because I'm not a scaredy cat. I'm 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 not good at horror movies. It took me years to build up the courage to watch, you know, something like it and things like that. I am I am such a wuss. Oh. What What's brilliant about the event is the build up to it, the anticipation, and actually thinking, oh, God, I've now got to sit down and watch Cabin in the Woods or, you know, Freddy the, Friday the 13th, which I haven't seen for 30 years, whatever. You know, that side of it is brilliant because I always watch them in the middle of the daytime when I'm ironing. <laughs> I do not watch them. Yeah, actually, you do. <laughs> I literally do because I actually poo myself. <laughs> I watched the Evil Dead one night on my own in the house, and oh my god, I was in pieces. Oh. So. I love scary stuff. Well, you're the queen of scary stuff, aren't you? Um, I know, I am. I love it. Oh my god, I'm doing something scary next Thursday, and I can't wait to show everyone where it is, but it's a secret surprise. So, but I'm going to show everyone on Thursday night. Just do some cryptic Halloween Horror Night type clues for the next week. I, I was going to do one earlier today, but then I was like, oh, I can't be very cryptic. <laughs> it's flat so, from where it is. But, is, yeah. is there anything else you want to know, Michelle? I think you've sort of got me in a clearer headspace. I've just got to now look at the budget and see what I can cut from the list of things I've got to try and make it possible to spend the three twenty dollars um, the only other thing is, I can't remember about parking at Universal. I think it's $20, the same as Disney. Yeah, yeah ring, that rings a bell with me too. So it's really $350 mm-hmm. for the Have day. you looked at, I mean, the Uber prices, would you not just consider just getting there and getting bladdered? Well, I wouldn't necessarily be driving anywhere, so that's not a problem. <laughs> it's right. I but... never drive in Florida, it's the best. Unlucky. So your fella's going to be the designated driver? He will be, yes, because oh. I've made sure when I booked the car hire, I made sure his name was the only name on the uh, contract. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. You see, it's just, you see, this is the key thing. If you're the, dis- you're, if you're the holiday planner, you get to make all these decisions. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but you're the best at driving. I can't handle turn and left without the... Yeah, but there's a red light and I don't... <gasps> oh, no, it's right, isn't it? Turn left, you die. <laughs> I can't handle yeah. turn and right. Yeah, no, that's what you should say. Oh, I can't handle turn and left at red lights. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, I'll just drive. 
me and Stuart, I'll be dead quick, me and Stuart went to um, one of them boat ride things. Boat ride, baby! Went on one of them in the Wait, in what, the like an airboat? Yeah, yeah, an airboat in Kissimmee. Brilliant. What? It's in the show notes from the show that I did. The uh, I can't remember what it was called, Swampy Dog or something. <laughs> and we used the sat-nav, and the sat-nav was saying we were going to downtown Disney, as it was, to pick up our tickets and stuff. And on the sat-nav, it was like five miles, turn left here, five miles. And I said, should we just see where the open road takes us? And we turned right yeah. instead. And we ended up on one of the um, expressways where you've got to pay to get on it. The sunshine. Oh, God. Right. And when we turned onto it, I realised what I'd done. And downtown Disney went from five miles to 105 miles. <laughs> And it was like one of them moments where we both look at each other and we just had to drive. Oh, my God. Because that was the next turn-off. It was like 50 miles down the road. So what we were driving and we were looking at each other and I'm going, I can't believe I did, I've done it again because the last time I went with them, I ripped my pants and spent <laughs> two hours trying to find new pants because my bum was hanging out. So this time we're now stuck on this road. And after about... 15 miles, there was a, a, a service station. And in America, the service station was in the middle. So you were able to go into it and then come out on the other exit. And when we got back to the place where we'd driven on, the woman was howling. You you English, you always do this. And she charges like 75 cents to get off. It was just bots. Oh, my God. Uh, so don't do any of that, Michelle. I'll be a good girl, I promise. Follow your sat-nav. Yeah. But are you going to get a two-park ticket or a one-park ticket? What do you think? I think I'm going to have to get a two-park ticket because there's bits in each park I'm going to have to see. And for the, for the, if I'm going to invest in $120, I might have well invest in $160, hadn't I? Exactly. Kong is unbelievable, I've been told. The theme in that ride oh, is... Oh, the queue is fantastic. Even if you just go in for the queue by itself, it's amazing. So, you've got to, yeah. I always treat each holiday as it's my last ever one. Oh, no well. regrets. YOLO. YOLO. Go, <laughs> go, Joe. Don't know what yeah. that means. So there we go. So you've got a clear, a much clearer head now, and you feel like you should, you should invest some money in Universal. I think but, so. I think it, if I see it as an investment, it's it just means I've, I've got one less handbag to buy. Or well, one more when you see the Betty Boo shop. Oh, I'll have to go well, around that store with my eyes closed. They opened a new shop in Ireland last week, and it's like a Marvel boutique. <gasps> it looks awesome. I'm so excited. I shared it on Facebook. I think it was Orlando Informer that did a Facebook Live in there, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to buy every single thing in this shop. The handbags in there are ridiculous. Like an Iron Man handbag? Like the coolest of handbags. Oh, I might get one. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. It's a, yeah, but anyway, I think that'll wrap us up talking about Craig's handbag. <laughs> Anything anyone else wants to talk about? Michelle, tell us about your podcast. It's called the Disney Dream Girls. We release our show roughly every Sunday, and we chat about anything and everything to do with the Disney theme parks. Not just sticking to the United States parks, but we add in Paris, Tokyo, Shanghai, Hong Kong. We have guests who share trip reports, food reports, bit of everything. You can find us in anywhere and everywhere that hosts podcasts. And we just like talking Disney. Awesome. You're a, a, an old season pro now in the podcast world, aren't you, Gail? I feel like I'm an old biddy because I did like two and a half years with Mini Minxes. And this has been going around now, for, I think we're on three years now. Yeah. You just, you know, you're at the top of most of the pop of most, as John Lennon used to say. Yeah. We try our best. We do what we like. It's what we would like to listen to, to get, you know, a little bit of attraction chat, a little bit of 
not too much news and a little bit of food talk because we all love the uh, food. Let's let's be honest, Michelle. It's like two minutes attractions, two minutes news, and forty-five minutes food. We've been doing better recently. We did a whole thirty minutes on last week's show talking about the different incarnations of Space Mountain, and then two hours on food instead. Because <laughs> all that all that Space Mountain chat made them hungry. Yeah, it did. It gave us really big mega munchies. <laughs> okay, well, go and listen to Michelle's podcast. Go and buy our Christmas book. Chris isn't on this episode, but he'll be back next time, and we're going to talk loads of Halloween Horror Night stuff because I'm itching to talk about it. And I think that's it. So, goodbye from me. We'll see you on next week's Days After Dark. Bye. After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com forward slash Diz After Dark. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash Diz After Dark. Thank you. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Network.